If you're on a leave of absence from your job, or maybe you're just getting back from a really nice vacation, but you're dreading going back to work, it's a major red flag. It's time to tune into why you might be feeling this way and the signs you need to stop avoiding. It might just be time to start planning your own escape and you are definitely in the right place. Let's go. Tired of staying in your career because of everyone else's expectations? Frustrated by the curveballs life has thrown your way? Unsure of how to navigate the journey ahead? If you said yes, say hello to your new hangout. Welcome to the Reinvention Warrior Podcast. I'm your host, Susie Q. Just like you, I was desperate to leave my 16-year career while also navigating major life hurdles. Rather than be a victim, I faced my fears, created a plan, and took action. I overhauled my life and successfully left corporate. Now, it's your turn. This is the place where your determination takes center stage. You'll learn strategies to navigate the chaos, and your transformation will be unleashed. It's time to armor up, ladies. We are warriors. Let's blaze our own path. Whether you're on some sort of an extended leave, maybe you're a teacher who's on summer break, or you're just coming back from a vacation, There are some clear-cut emotions that you could be feeling about going back that are clear indicators that it's probably time to start planning your escape and your own transition plan. So the first emotion is feeling terrified and scared. You know, maybe you're worried about getting sick at work or seeing that something happened to one of your colleagues so it's just petrifying you and thinking when you come back from this break, what am I going to walk into, right? Like what kind of environment, what kind of situation might I I be walking back into? And then beyond the normal stuff that we would expect from some sort of a break, is of course there's gonna be, you know, what we would assume is piles of work waiting for us. That's the norm. But are you going to walk into a space where you have bitter and resentful colleagues, people that don't understand why you were on a break or why, you know, you weren't available for however long you were away? And if that is the type of energy and environment that you're in, that's a really clear cut red flag and a bad signal. Number two, are you feeling miserable? You know, maybe you're questioning if your employer is toxic. Are you concerned that they might retaliate against you because why did you go on leave? Why were you on vacation? Why did you get to have a break? And so if you're concerned about toxicity or retaliation, that's not a good sign. Number three is do you feel hopeless? When we feel hopeless, we really just can't see that there are other possibilities out there. And you just wonder, do I have any other options? Like, do I have to go back to this job? And specifically, if you are on a leave of some sort, you might feel like you don't have any other alternatives, you know, such as, could you extend your leave? Could you 
pivot into a different career? Could you transition to a different job? And if you're just coming back from vacation and you feel hopeless, that means the remedy of going on vacation to escape your work, to escape your you know everyday life of going to your job, if you feel hopeless coming back, that's not a good sign. After vacation, we should feel refreshed and rejuvenated and you know, even maybe sometimes missing like, oh, my colleagues, my coworkers, I enjoy them because they become your work family if it's a really good environment. And if you're not feeling that way, I don't think that's a really good signal. And then number four is, do you just feel straight up upset? You know, are you just mad? Like, why do I have to come back? And then you might even feel some resentment about if you're on a leave and your leave is not getting extended, like, why is that happening to me? Why did I have to come back? How come whatever reason why I went on leave in the first place is not good enough for me to continue to stay away from this workplace? And those four emotions really, if you feel very strongly about them, if you have any one of them or all four of them, it's just a sign that something is not right. And for some, let's just be honest, a job is just a, a means to an end, right? So they are not going to be head over heels no matter what about any type of job that they have. Cool. I got it. Like we all see this very differently or we feel differently about what excitement level we should have for our jobs. But this is my disclaimer is that it should not be a devastating experience to have to go into your job a day in and day out. So if you find yourself feeling one or all of these emotions, it's really an opportunity for you to take some time to dive into why you're feeling this way. So here's the exercise I have for you. I'm going to prompt you with three questions. So grab a notebook and a pen, or if you like digital devices, type this up. But I'm going to ask you three questions for you to soak in and think about. So number one, recognize which of these emotions is impacting you the most. So is it being terrified and scared, being miserable, feeling hopeless, or feeling upset? Which one of these is impacting you the most after you're coming back from some sort of leave or break from your job? Number two. Now it's time to dig deep and understand why am I feeling this way? Is it the workplace? Is it specific people? Is it the work you do? Or maybe it's the field that you're in. Did you have a change in your responsibilities? Did leadership change? Are you not getting paid enough? Your pay is just way too low. Did you recently have a bad review and that's triggering you? Are, are you experiencing or seeing unfair treatment? And the list can go on. I'm sure there's other scenarios that you might flesh out as you sit down and you dig deep to understand why you're feeling this way. But we got to get to the root because if there's something that is sticking out as to why you're feeling a particular way, you can get into remedy and solution, right? Like solution-based uh, approach here. So then number three 
is once you dig deeper, now that you've done that work and you understand why you're feeling that way, what triggered it, then you want to determine is it something that's controllable or not controllable? Not controllable. Can you do anything about it? Can you live with it, right? Like, obviously, if you're listening to this episode, more likely than not, you cannot, like, live with it. You cannot tolerate this anymore. You're frustrated, exhausted. So you're just done and over it with it and trying to figure out a way out. And then can you impact or change it in any way that is going to make you feel better about staying at this job? So when you're thinking about that and you're going through this process and you're like, okay, like, let me just throw an example. I feel really hopeless because I feel like I'm in a toxic workplace. I'm not enjoying my career anymore. I'm not enjoying showing up day in and day out, but I feel like I just have no other options. Like I'm just stuck here. I'm never going to get out and I'm just stuck here. And then you go into recognizing, okay, that was my emotion that was bothering me the most. Now, number two, I'm going to dig deep and understand why. Well, why do I feel hopeless or why do I feel so um, concerned about the workplace itself? Well, because I recently had my role changed and I got a promotion and now you're hating this promotion. Okay, well, do you have an option to go back to your previous role? Did you enjoy your previous role? If you did, fantastic. Then ask if that's an option for you. If it's not, okay, is there something different I can do in this current role and the responsibilities that I have? So that's something that is somewhat controllable because you can see if there are other options available. But if it's something where it's like you got this new boss and the boss is terrible and they just treat you like dirt, then you can't really control that. And now you have to say, okay, how big of a deal breaker is this for me and what can I do to change my scenario? But what I want you to consider as you are digging deeper here and you're determining if this is controllable or not controllable is really to recognize that sometimes it's going to be the employer or the employees, right? Like your colleagues that are the issue. That's one perspective. Another is sometimes it's the specifics of your role, right? Like your position or your responsibilities. And is there any way that you can modify that? Then number three is sometimes it's just an all around bad fit. Like I think of that analogy, stop trying to fit a square peg into a round hole because sometimes it's like, the bosses are bad, the culture is bad, the workplace is toxic, you hate your colleagues, you hate the work that you're doing, like all around, it just is not a good deal. So why are you forcing it? Like, why are you staying? Why are you coming back to something that you know is just not gonna happen no matter what you do, no matter what modifications you make, what requests you, you know, ask for, it does not matter. And then sometimes we are just completely ready to do something totally different in our career. Sometimes we're just like, I need a fresh start. I need something different. I think I need something new and I'm ready to, you know, up level. I'm ready to try something outside of the box, whatever that is for you. But we just need to recognize that those are possibilities as well. And so this exercise is intended for you to get really clear about what you're feeling 
why you're feeling that way and what you can do about it. Because at the end of the day, I don't want you to feel that you don't have any options. You absolutely do have options. So you just need to start to evaluate what they are. And the truth is that this is not easy. This is a lot of work that you have just done. So number one, I want to applaud you and tell you you did an amazing job and to give yourself credit for what you have accomplished by sitting down and taking the time to do this. It can feel really heavy and really overwhelming to sit down and dig deep into the root as to why we're feeling a particular way and what we can do about it. And at the end of the day, I want you to sit with this information, but I also want you to recognize that you don't have to take action and, and take a movement or a step immediately. Like you don't have to be like, oh my God, okay, I just determined that my job sucks and everything about it is terrible and I'm going to quit tomorrow. Like, are there instances where that happens? Yes, absolutely. I'm not saying that never happens. However, I want you to sit with it. I want you to assess it. I want you to absorb everything that you just experienced that you purged out of yourself, right? And I want you to sit with it and to just let it sit for a minute. And then I want you to sort through it and continue to evaluate. Okay, is there something else that's come up for me now that I let it sit for 24 hours? And, you know, give yourself some time and maybe it's a week, whatever feels comfortable for you. But it's time to really evaluate and understand why all these things are happening and why you're feeling this way. And then when you are feeling like you are ready to face it, it's time to sit down and make an actual decision. We can't just sit on this information and be like, woohoo, good, check mark. I checked the box and I got it done, so I'm good now. No, because you're still miserable, right? You're still not happy about having to come back to this job or to this employer that you feel the way that you feel. And my question to you that I want to pose to you, but I pose to my clients and I pose to just, you know, people that I care about in general. And something that I had to ask myself because it was a very hard question, but it is how much pain do you have to be in to start making a change and do something different about your current situation? Like how much pain do you have to be in? How much discomfort are you going to allow before you're like, oh my God, enough is enough. I need to do something about it. What does, what is it going to take? If you listen to my previous episode, I talked about all these things that could be happening to you mentally, physically, emotionally, all the symptoms, all the signs, all the emotions. How much pain do you have to be in? Do you literally have to drop dead? Do you literally need to have, you know, something terrible happen to you to recognize, uh oh, I should have done something sooner? Like, no. But that's pain meter looks very different for each one of us. For some of us, it's very quick and instant and like very short. It's like, nope, I'm in pain. I don't like it. I'm going to find a solution now. And for others of us, and I'll say I was on this spectrum initially, is I let it stretch out for way too long and I was in pain for a really long time. And I wish I had done something different, if I'm being completely honest with you. I wish I had decided to choose myself over choosing a job. I wish I had done that sooner because at the end of the day, is it worth it for your mental, physical, and emotional health to just keep dragging this on and to keep being miserable? 
I, I don't think it is. And I know that from my personal experience, which you heard about in the previous episode. And if you didn't, then please go and tune into that one next. But it is not worth it. It's not worth the ramifications that it will have on you. So again, I want to remind you that you actually have options. So let me give you just a couple random ideas here. Number one, if you feel that miserable, find something else. It can be something that's completely temporary and you're just like, I'm going to get a temporary job that's short and sweet. I don't care what it is, but it's something for me to do while I figure out, well, what are my next steps long-term, right? Like something immediate. You can just go find something. There are hiring signs all over the place. There's a job available. And so that's one option, right? You can just jump out on a limb and go do the thing. Cool. Number two, can you pick up some supplemental work or random projects that you can start to just add some income to your household? You know, that can help you with paying down debt, increasing your savings, investing in things that you want to invest in for your future self and your growth. Like that's a great option. So that's another opportunity that you may not even recognize is available to you. Then number three is grab some sort of a resource, such as a book that can help guide you and give you additional information. And wink, wink, shameless plug here, but I just launched and published my workbook that helps you with how to navigate your journey and make your own transition in your career. So why wouldn't you utilize a resource that's been proven to help, right? Like those are things that you can start to put in your toolbox and utilize. So the truth is that you probably right now just feel really stuck. And the unfortunate truth is that that is absolutely normal. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but that is just normal. So what I want you to do is to recognize that you don't have to stay stuck. So you can pick a time and hop on a call with me to help you sort through what you are experiencing right now. Because we can sit down, we can chat about it and what it would look like to work together. And you are going to walk away with a couple ideas of how you can actually navigate your current situation. You don't have to remain in this pitiful emotion that you're having right now or this terrible feeling that you have about going back and just the fear that you have about returning to a place that you know you no longer want to be at. And honestly, these are limited 30 minute spots that I save for you to be able to hop on the phone with me. So save your seat with the link in today's show notes. And plus, when you become a private client of mine, guess what? You also get a copy of my workbook and we will personalize and customize your very own plan. So it's a bonus. You become my client, you get to build your custom roadmap and you get a copy of the book. So it's time to stop dreading your return to the office and take action now. Was there a golden nugget or two that made you instantly think of a friend or loved one who could use some inspiration? If you've ever had someone text you something that made them think of you, it puts the biggest smile on your face, doesn't it? If you can share this episode with one person, imagine the ripple effect we can have together. Let's collectively bring all the warriors in our lives to create a reinvention revolution. 
If you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you could leave me a five-star rating and review over on iTunes. It only takes you about 60 seconds to let me know what you think and what you want to hear more of. I'm pouring my heart into bringing you this content and your review goes a long way. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you on the next one.